Coaching Impact Radio, informative conversation by coaches for coaches with Frankie Dorn and Terry Hayes. Horace Power. Did you just see a muscle car in your head? Most likely, yes. But today's program is about a very natural horsepower that can be a mirror into your own life. Kate Nelligan was near the top of her chosen field, a vice president at Lionsgate Films, but people's success was a greater pull, and she moved on to found the Synergy Online TV network, as well as conscious rock star coaching. Her passion for people has brought her full circle to a childhood passion of horses. And we'll be hearing about that today as Frankie and Terry take a look at equine coaching with their guest, Coach Kate Nelligan. All righty. I am super excited about this because I, I have to confess up front, I have had a checkered history with horses. I, I am one of the, the timid few <laughs> amongst when I really don't want to be. So talking with an equine coach is super exciting for me because man, do I want to get it really badly. <laughs> and uh, just really excited to hear about the world of equine coaching, what it is, how you got started, and why it's so awesome. And and can you help people like me? <laughs> That's really one of my questions. Can you help people like me? So let's start by welcoming you, saying thank you for being here. And how did you get started in coaching? Let's just start there, like the whole journey up to that point. Yeah, coaching was really uh, something that I never thought that I'd be doing. But when I got my master's in spiritual psychology from the University of Santa Monica, I was really set up well for it. We They teach about 26 different communication um, skill sets. And so we were counseling literally about 100 or so people over the course of two years, and we were also being counseled and coached. And it's something I really loved. I loved helping people. Um, I loved talking with people about what's going on in their lives and how to create better strategies and solutions. And so I really I started um, really exploring that when I graduated in 2009 and, um, you know, doing workshops as well as one-on-one coaching. That's kind of how I, I got my start through that master's program. Very nice. And and I love I have to say I love your your brand, so to speak, your website, Conscious Rockstar. Thank How you. did the Conscious Rockstar come come to be your kind of banner? Well, I was always called a rock star in my career by a lot of different people and it always made me feel good and I started to think wouldn't it be amazing if more people were called rock stars, if more people had that level of energy and to me it was just really about shining your light and doing really well and um, helping people, inspiring people, being the best at what you do and Conscious Rockstar really came in because um, you know, I'm all about higher consciousness and being mindful and conscious rock star is really about, uh, you know, not not having an ego base to being a rock star, but really being coming from a, a much more of a heart-centered, soul-centered place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really evolved actually into, I now call my intuition, my higher self, my conscious rock star. And so really what I help people do on kind of the general coaching side is, um, when I'm not working with the horses, I really help people mostly with uh, listening to their own intuition and their own guidance system because I kind of believe the age of the guru is 
is uh, slowly declining because we all have our own answers, but it's just tapping into that wisdom within. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, love your love your point of view. Yeah, I do too. I, and and of course, you know that means I have to ask about the horses, Frankie. But if you want to jump in first, go ahead. Well, I I want to know what equine coaching is. Yeah. Can you define that for our audience? Yeah, definitely. So that's actually something that's uh, newer to me. And I I started volunteering and uh, working with my mentor and really sort of was trained by her. Um, She's also a USM grad, so she was applying these USM coaching principles um, and communication skills to horses. And uh, I started to see people transform very quickly in front of my eyes, and I realized, okay, I've been doing personal development work for over a decade, and nothing was shifting people this fast. And so it was really fascinating to me, and I was having a lot of breakthroughs just being there as a volunteer, watching other people have them. So what it essentially is... um, there's kind of two camps. There's the equine therapy and equine coaching. I don't consider myself a therapist. Um, I'm really a coach. I always like people to create action plans. So I I consider this equine coaching that I do. And really what it is is partnering with horses as co-coaches um, and collaborators in learning and development and personal growth work. And all of it is done on the ground um, in exercises and different processes to really get a person to see things about themselves, whether it's their thoughts or their behaviors, the choices that they're making. And um, the horses reflect who we are and what we're thinking through their body language. And that's mostly because they're prey animals, and so they're very hyper-aware to their surroundings. And so they're extremely intuitive, smart creatures that um, have a way of mirroring their environment and what's going on. And they're also in a herd dynamic, and so they have very clear communication styles and systems that work for them that, um, you know, have preserved their species for a very long time. And so we just have a lot to learn from them, and uh, what I've seen them do is they diagnose stuff that's going on with people, whether it's hidden anger or grief um, or belief systems that people have that could take many, many sessions in a coaching um, environment that really comes to the surface very quickly when you work with them. Wow. Wow. You know, the article that I was reading about you, I, I think it was Malibu News was the publication. Um, the, the the idiom that started off that article was straight from the horse's mouth, making reference to receiving the facts and information. I'm reading, receiving the facts and, and information directly from the most dependable and trusted source. And it's so interesting that that idiom has been bouncing around for eons, but Every time I've heard it, I never really literally equated it back to horses. Mm-hmm. And yet to listen to you describe it, now I, it's like I have this light bulb. Now I know where it comes from, like mm-hmm. for real. <laughs> yes. I had never thought of it that way either. And what I love about working with the horses is they're non-judgmental. And so, you know, as humans and, and even as coaches, you know, we can be in our loving and in our compassion, but we still have our own filter, our own projections, our own past, and what we think might work. Um, and so, you know, the horses are just really clear. And I call them great BS meters. 
So they really reward authenticity, and anything else they are just not really interested in. And so um, it really helps people step into their own authenticity very quickly. Uh, we can come up with answers and solutions that way. And I just I love that you know they they are very dependable in a coaching. Uh, arrangement because they get to the truth and um, that's something that we can dance around for a long time with clients sometimes right mm -hmm. I'm very I'm very curious about how the coaching actually works so can you paint a picture can you just give us a scenario um, yes you know, where you would use this type of coaching yeah and there's sort of three camps that I think work really well for um, equine coaching. One is more of where the traditional equine therapy world has been, which is really, and this is what I started, where I started to learn is working with addicts in recovery um, and rehab. And uh, a lot of um, PTSD vets use equine therapy. And the, there's a lot of, um, any of the healing groups, so at-risk children, bullied youth, as well as um, battered women, you know, um, anyone that's kind of been through some victim situation, that's really an amazing, it's an amazing healing uh, tool. And then there's the general public, um, just anyone that's really interested in taking their life to the next level, becoming a better version of themselves. And then there's corporate groups. And um, it's great for them for teamwork, for leadership training, um, to work on different strategies, uh, for them to see how they're coming across to their coworkers, um, and also to slow down because so much of our society is so stressed out right now. So it, there's a lot um, to being out in nature and having a mindfulness practice with corporate. So those are kind of the three areas that I think work really well with this. Um, and then a specific, uh, one of my favorite things is to work with people who do have some fear of the horses. So, you know, what you are sharing early, earlier, Terry, like um, it's perfect for people who actually have some fear of horses. You don't have to love them to do this work. And, you know, I might start people off with some fear with a Shetland pony, a smaller um, horse, and so it's a little bit less intimidating. And... Uh, I actually I had a, a woman who was very, very afraid of them, but very quickly just owned these feelings. And then we started to work on, okay, what support do you need when you have this much fear? She was really very emotional and crying. And, um, you know, I was right right next to her, and we, we walked through just owning these feelings and being really authentic about fear and some strategies to deal with fear. And she had a process where she actually had to move a horse into an area in an arena, what I call like a box. And it's uh, basically a metaphor for achieving a goal to have a horse move into this area. So, you know, so much of coaching is about goal setting and, and achieving goals. Um, and so, you know, but there's always fear that can come up when we, when we do that. And so we really worked through that. And what happened is she broke through fear very quickly and really stepped into courage as one of her tools. And so then she was able to see how she could apply that to the rest of her life. Because if you face your fears in this arena um, with a large creature like a horse, you can really do it anywhere. That seems like a really – A, gives me hope. I'm over here going, yay! <laughs> <laughs> but B, it, it, I think that it, um, it really articulates in my mind, 
what you were saying about the horse is really responding to authenticity. So in other words, going in there and, and being um, to acknowledge, yes, this is what I'm feeling. And so what will I do versus trying to go in and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tough guy this or I'm going to fake it till I make it kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. They reward authenticity. So when I get people to start speaking from their heart and what's really true for them, often I work with a lot of people that are in transitional places in career. And so they're not sure about next steps or which path to take, if they should make a move. And so I'll get them to sort of talk out loud and um, and you know take different exercises uh, with the horses. And then they'll start to see you know, what what is more meaningful to them and then they'll they'll get really quickly into that space where they are connected to their intuition and they know the right choices to make. Um and also the the horse really rewards and reflects things. People are blown away by it they when they see it because they, they don't fully understand it until they're there. And then they see what the horse does and they realize that you know, it's so divinely perfect for them, and you also can't replicate it. They show up differently for every single person based on how you show up. Yeah, it's so cool. You know, I have a logistical question. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump over to a logistical question because my mind reels with this. So, do you personally, um, as the coach, do you own the horses, or do you just really work in a great partnership with someone else who owns the horses, like? Because I'm thinking of our listening audience, right? I'm thinking that somebody somewhere out there, somebody's going, oh, my gosh, this could be so awesome for me, but I don't have a horse. Like, is that is that a straight-up obstacle? No, it's um, – it's, so I believe that any horse can do this. I do believe there are certain horses that are better at it than others, just like certain people make better coaches than others. Um, there, there are sensitive horses, and then there are um, – there are ones that, you know, are kind of bomb-proof. And so a lot of the sensitive ones uh, are, are really great partners. They're the ones I, I like to work with the most. Mm. But if you don't own a horse, there, um, there are horses everywhere. And there may be people who, um, whether they have a – my other favorite type of horse to work with is one that's retired, that's no longer doing um, – you know, shows or trail rides or any of kind of the typical competition and uh, horseback riding use that they've had in their past, they really still would love to have a job, and this is a great job for them. So it's a matter of just looking around your community and your environment. I actually work at um, what is typically a summer camp for kids where they have trail riding. It's called Connemara Ranch in Malibu, and there's 30 horses there, and now they're um, – they're really starting to develop uh, this equine therapy, equine coaching program there as well. And so I don't own any of the horses, um, and it's still possible. I go in and I'm able to work with them. And I think that, you know, I talk to a lot of people um, who have horses that they would love to earn some extra money, and the horses are available and need to, you know, need to get out more. So there's always opportunity. It's just a matter of asking around and seeing who might have um, some horses available uh, in terms of, the, you know, the time and the access to them. Now, uh, Kate, do you have a background with horses? I do, yeah, and that's why this became really my my calling is because I've loved them since I was in sixth grade. I was, um, 
you know, <laughs> obsessed when I was a te- when I was a young adult, and I read all the horse books and saw all the horse movies, and I collected briar which briar animals, which are these plastic horses, and I would literally go to shows for plastic horses. I mean, I was a very big dork when it came to horses, and um, when I was a kid, I was even called Mr. Ed. I was really, I was made fun of a lot for this. It's, it's quite funny, but it's so, it's so interesting because our calling is often really there in our childhood. We're able to really go back and look at it, right? And so um, I resisted this for a while when I, when I was first introduced to it. And um, then it just became clear that this is like the best mix of both my passion, the love of my life, which is being around these creatures, um, and also one of my skill sets, which is really helping people as a coach. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've horsebackered most of my life. Um, I showed in college a little bit. And now I really love this groundwork experience with them. I still ride, but um, there's something really beautiful about being in partnership with them on the ground without all the tack and, um, like, all the competitive stuff that happens usually around horses and the control. This is much more about partnership, and I really enjoy it. Mm. Sounds fascinating. And it sounds, it sounds, it's like, it sounds like good, honest, physical connection at the same time that uh, with the emotional component. I mean, I'm a huge fan of good, honest, physical action. I, I really believe that, uh, you know, we've gotten too far away from that. And, and, and like you said, the nature piece with your corporate clients, getting out there, spending a day unplugged, you know, in dust and, and sun. And I, I think that that's, it's such a fabulous complement to the emotional work. You know, I love that you're bringing that up because it's so true. What I call it is embodied learning, and it's because it's kinesthetic. And so there's something about when people are actually physically doing something, because they have to do a lot with their bodies, that the emotion surfaces usually really quickly. If people have, um, I've worked a lot this year with people who have had a loss or some grief, whether it be a death or um, some some form of, of loss, and the grief surfaces really quickly as they are in their body. And I usually start with um, a meditation to get people connected to themselves, connected to nature, which we so need more of right now because of all the technology that's that's out. Um, and so there is it's something really powerful to have the synergy between the mind and the body and the emotions and, and the spirit because the horses are just so full of spirit as well. So it really works well. It's this great 360 approach that to me is just the most powerful um, platform for coaching that I've that I've seen. And I've worked with so many coaches. Um, I've been coached and um, you know done a lot of different modalities myself, but I, this is just really the one I think works best. We'll be right back in just a moment. Coaching Impact Radio is brought to you by Impact Coaching Academy. Impact Coaching Academy offers life coach training and certification in over 20 specialty categories. Life, business, couples, health and wellness, and more. Courses can be completed as self-paced study, live teleclasses, or in-person intensives. Just like our radio show, Impact Coaching Academy is by coaches 
four coaches, and you can join in for free. Sign up now for your free membership and receive over 20 hours of training and programming, yours to listen to and enjoy, absolutely free. Then, chart your own path for growth with courses that are starting soon. Check the calendar to see the current offerings. Impact Coaching Academy. Check it out right after the program at impactcoachingacademy.com. Let me hone in on what you see as far as equine coaching and how it's evolving because obviously you've got your finger on the pulse because you're so immersed in it. So you, you were saying that it's, it's sort of kind of taking off different places. What do you think the future of it is? Where do you see it exploding? Um, like what's your temperature read? Yeah, it's it's a great question, and you know, I I've been thinking about it, and I think it's definitely growing. I I think that there is a lot of interest. Um, most people I talk to are fascinated by it. They have a lot of questions. Um, they want to understand it, and um, coaches are intrigued by it as well uh, because it lets them work outside in nature and. Um, and especially if they love animals or horses, it's something that they're drawn to. So I've talked to quite a few people that uh, are coaches that want to step into this. I think that where it's really evolving, the first piece is for the world to start to see horses differently. And this is one of my passion points is starting to communicate what horses are capable of and that we have to start thinking of their role a little differently. It's evolved so much, right? They used to be our transportation and um they are really now these uh, intuitive spiritual teachers is really the, what I see them as. And so I think that the mindset around what they offer, offer is going to shift. That's why I'm writing a book about this because I just think it's so important for people to see horses differently, first of all. Um, you know, I've talked with other uh, barns and facilities in in the Los Angeles area and that don't necessarily have these programs, and I think that they're – they're starting to realize that there is an opportunity here and um, that there's there's a growing business opportunity as well. So I think people are starting to get really excited about it. Um, I also spend time thinking about how could I take this experience virtually um, or how can I bring it to people even if they can't get up to a ranch. And, you know, I don't have all the answers for that yet. I have some, but um, there's something about teaching the horse principles uh, that is really fascinating to me. Um, there's an awesome group called Wolf Connection, and they do empowerment programs with teens and with wolves and uh, at a wolf rescue here in, in Southern California. And, um, you know, they also take it into schools, and they can actually bring a wolf. It's hard to bring uh, a large horse. You could probably bring a pony, but there's there's ways to communicate this virtually. Certainly um, writing the book about it is one, but I am thinking about how can I give people the experience of horsepower without necessarily having to be around one. So um, I do think I think it's evolving, and I think people are starting to learn about it. I think it's still in this camp of uh, equine therapy, and it's moving into people understanding that it can be a really great coaching modality. Um, and also people often think about it, too, as just like therapeutic riding, that you have to be on a horse, 
Um, the more popular conception of it is, or, you know, working with autistic children or disabled children, and that definitely still exists and is an excellent um, form of therapy. This is really different. This is this is a specific way for people to see the stories they're telling and then create strategies that work better for them in their lives. Um, so I often do, you know, action plans and follow up with people as well. So. Um, I think there's just going to be growing awareness in the years to come as, as kind of the first piece. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, Kate, do do clients seek you out specifically for equine coaching or do most of them come to the coaching through a referral or, you know, through your own recommendation? Yeah, I think most people right now, when I, I just talk about what I do and people are fascinated by it. And so most people want to come experience it. So mm -hmm. I'll do demos and they're easy way for people to get a sense of what it's about and then, then they sign up for one-on-ones or workshops. Um, and, you know, a lot of it is starting with my network, the people that I know, and then they are so passionate about what happens and their experience that they share about it. And so a lot of photos are shared on Facebook and um, it's grown that way because there's a mm -hmm. lot of uh, referrals coming in from people who've been and um, love it. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a very easy sell in terms of um, there's just so much value. And anyone who's come, you know, they, they are really uh, champions of it, which is great. So. Mm -hmm. I, I just I'm overwhelmed with questions. I I, I could commandeer this entire interview because <laughs> because I it's like ooh tell me more. So so I, I I'm refraining over here. I'm restraining myself from going you know off the farm with questions. <laughs> These are great questions so far. I mean there's you know there's not a lot of information out there about this. So I'm just happy to talk about it. Yeah, and I'm delighted to be able to share it with our audience. Um, so speaking of our audience, I mean, obviously our audience is coaches. So if there are some coaches out there who are interested in um, beginning the, the, you know, they've got their training already under their belt or, or maybe they don't, they don't, you know, which of course we've got referrals for that, folks, but that's a whole other story. Um, but let's say that they really wanted to specifically get this, this equine component um, like where to go, where to start. I mean, because we do have an audience that's really kind of all over the, the world. So where where are the equine specialists? Mm. Yeah, it, that is a great question. I've done some research on this. And, you know, there's different certification programs if you want to be certified as an equine coach or equine therapist. Kind of the oldest, I'd say, or most well-known is EGALA. Um, E-A-G-A-L-A, -A -A, and that's more on the equine therapy side. Um, and you have a partner, basically like a therapist and an equine specialist that work together. Um, there's other programs. There's uh, there's some in um, Central California. Coel Simpson has a program. There's um, Touched by a Horse, which is in Colorado. Um, there's some experts, there's Linda Kavanaugh, there's people who have been in this space for a long time that have created certification programs. And, um, you know, the way I would, I would kind of look at this is if you don't have horse experience, then, um, you know, but you're a coach, I would definitely suggest going to one of the experts and really learning from them. Um, kind of the, 
the famous, you know, in the space are Wyatt Webb is in Miraval and Monty Roberts is in Santa Barbara. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff to watch online, and there's a lot of different programs, um, weekend workshops, that kind of thing to to play around with and to see if this is something that is in, is of interest. Uh, but really, I think if you have horse experience, and this is what's been happening to me recently, is women have been reaching out to me that have horse experience um, but are stepping into being coaches, and then it becomes a little different. Then it might be that you want to have a coaching certification um, because you already understand the the horse language and um, you have a history with horses. So for me, having a master's degree, yeah, and and then having the experience with horses and then really learning through my mentor, um, she she was trained in Igala as well as also um, Carolyn Resnick's Waterhole Rituals. So those were sort of the processes that I learned. And now I'm really in a place where I go and I learn from as many people as I can and I see different types of um, experiences and processes that people can offer. And then I also come up with my own uh, based on what I know works and and, you know, there's so many areas that this can be applied to. So next year I'll be doing um, like a self-love six-month program, which I find really a lot of my work just distills down to self-love, <laughs> self, mm-hmm. self-love, self-care, self-worth. But, yeah, I think it's really about knowing where you're at. If you have a great blend like I did of already being a coach and having horse experience, then it's really seeing what else is out there and what's the right fit for you. Um, the only thing with certain certification programs is they teach their way. And I've really enjoyed kind of coming up with some of my own ways to, yeah. to do this. Um, you know, so it's really about what is the right fit for you. That's so cool. So kind of heading into our, our final minutes here, uh, Frankie, what, it, what is it you'd like to make sure that you get answered or that uh, we have we have Kate share with our audience? Is there anything you want to kind of – bring in in these last few minutes? Yes, I think because it is such a fascinating area of of coaching and not that widely known, I think it would be interesting for our audience um, to be able to refer a client uh, to you or, you know, to someone else in the field. So what's the process if someone has a client that they feel, you know, would be a good fit for equine coaching, what can they do? Yeah, the best bet is to reach out to me uh, through email, which is consciousrockstar at gmail.com, or to go through the website, consciousrockstar.com. Uh, I have a section on there on what I call equine rockstar, which is the horse coaching part of uh, my business. But really it's um, understanding, you know, I would talk with uh, the referral to see what the what their client needs. But often therapists do refer because it's a way um, for people just to have a different experience um, and a breakthrough. There's a lot of aha moments that happen, um, and then it's perfect to take back to, um, you know, their their coach or their therapist to really work on it further. So um, I'm happy to receive referrals, and, yeah, best, best way is uh, through email or the website. Okay, great. Very cool. I think the final thing for me is uh, – is just how exciting I, fi- I do. I find this whole thing very exciting a- as far as possibility uh, because the second you started to talk about, you know, the horse is really rewarding authenticity, I'm immediately digging back in my, you know, history with horses thinking, 
wait, how was I showing up? Hold on, you know. <laughs> and I think that that I think that that paradigm of you know recognizing, right, recognizing that the horses really are um, spiritual teachers it is such a powerful change from what most people think. I think that that's just uh, open for so many possibilities. So, Kate, let me just ask you, what is the final thing you want to make sure our audience knows in closing here? Really just, you know, I love that you just said that because that's so true. And really it's to um, think of horses as mirrors and to think about um, the type of coaching that would suit you best that's not only fun, because a lot of people come because this is a fun way to learn, but that really can help you grow the fastest. Um, I'm very interested about in helping people wake up and um, explore who they are at, at their core and how they can live from that place more often. So, uh, you know, I just want people to start to consider horses a little bit differently and also to consider this as a beautiful way to be coached. That's also a lot of fun. I, I think that's awesome. Well, I'm sorry to see our conversation end, and I certainly look forward to having you back on our program again in the future. I know you've got several other things that you're up to that we want to hear more about, and uh, we'll certainly uh, have lots of you on our agenda in 2015, if you're willing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you. I love what you're doing. Coaches really need this. I have a lot of friends that are coaches, and I'm so excited to share um, your resource, your show with them. That's great. We love that. And with that, we will bring things to a close, hand things back to Vince to close us out. Thank you, ma'am. Just want to take a moment and point out that you can find Kate on the web at ConsciousRockstar.com, and you can check out the Synergy TV Network at SynergyTVNetwork.com. Thank you for joining us today. Next week, Empowering Women in the UK. Frankie and Terry take a hop across the pond for a conversation with Coach Kate Young. Coaching Impact Radio is brought to you by Impact Coaching Academy. Experience ICA with over 30 hours of complimentary materials, then chart your own specific training plan at impactcoachingacademy.com. And of course, join us and access the growing archive of programs at coachingimpactradio.com. Join us next week, same time and place, as we continue the coaching conversation. I'm Vince Hayes. Bye-bye, everyone.